Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily. I'm your host, Sean Smith, joined by my co-host, Derek Terry. Derek, I forgot how to even open one of these podcasts. It's been so long. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Two it weeks. Has. Over, it over has. two weeks. Yeah, two weeks in a day or, or two, maybe. Uh, so I'll explain. No, we haven't quit. No, we didn't get fired. <laughs> and yes, we are still alive. I don't feel like it some days. Uh, I never realized how much goes into planning a wedding, Derek. I know you and I talked about it from your wedding and everything. And I kept telling you, like, yeah, we got everything ready to roll. And we did. But then you get down to the very end of it. And it feels like there is something two or three times a day that just pops up that you've got to do. That you got to make sure it's covered. You leave a family member off the list of for the food. And uh, I've spent the last two weeks kind of trying to take it all in and enjoy it because that's the advice that I've been given by multiple people, uh, but also trying not to pull my hair out. Yeah, I got to give credit to my wife. I mean, she handled, I mean, well, probably, probably like 98% of everything that went down. So uh, I know she had some stressful moments. I did too at times, but uh, enjoy it. Like you just said, it's, it's coming soon. It'll be less than basically a week away really i mean a week from saturday yeah yeah, once you get these uh, activities started before it'll go by quick so we'll record when we can i think that's our message here early in this uh uh episode is that uh you know one it's a down period anyway in college sports there's really not been any kind of breaking news whatever whatsoever that would have caused us to hop on here uh so during the off season, whenever you have other events going on, uh, I've been out of town times two on the weekends. Obviously, we're working different schedules now. I mean, it's – I don't know that – I think just being transparent, I don't know that we'll ever get back to sometimes seven or eight episodes a week like we were doing at, at different points. But going to hop in today, talk some football. Uh, I know we have hopefully a baseball and softball episode planned as well for later this week. And then, of course uh, – I think we need to get back to some basketball talk as well because it seems like the roster might be might be done. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's, it seems like we're going to get today, tomorrow, and I, I said I was, I was we we're going to record a basketball episode, kind of talking general roster with uh, Tiro and everything since he's been in the fold. But uh, next week it looks like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But after Wednesday, I will be out for sure. Thursday, Friday. Saturday, and then uh, I'm working a camp on Monday. I think it. What day is that? No, not Monday. Sorry, Wednesday. That Wednesday of that week with CJ Frederick in Louisville, one of the pro camps. I'm going to be coaching that camp alongside CJ and some other coaches. So I will actually have some good insight and maybe share some stuff from those camps as well on here, Derek, as we get into June. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, with basketball, yeah. I think the only thing I've really seen Keon Brooks. It, basically all but confirmed he won't be back at Kentucky which we've expected for a while but he's still in the portal but based on a report that I saw this morning it sounds like he's he's very serious about staying in the yeah. NBA draft and if he doesn't get drafted uh, at least having a shot somewhere to play professionally um Sean since we last recorded like we said nothing nothing crazy has happened in either I don't think we've missed hardly anything have we yeah, nothing. And I'm, and I'm not one to cur- – I don't want to create episodes just on hypotheticals and throwing things out. We like to kind of have some something to to really dive into. we got to save some of those for later in the summer. Yeah. Uh, some hypotheticals. But, Sean, there was a, a list that came out that I thought could generate some discussion, mainly because of uh, one, where Kentucky's coach fell on this list, but also where coaches that uh, UK competes against fell. CBS every year 
ranks the power five coaches in college football. There are 65. If you're unfamiliar with the power five. Um, and I don't know if they've done the final. Yeah, they have. That's all they did do the final 25 today. Um, Mark Stoops, who for the second time in four years, was like Kentucky football to 10 wins came in at number 16 nationally yeah. in terms of power five head coaches. This is ranked by CBS. I think they had a, a number of people on this panel, maybe even some folks from uh 24 seven sports as well. I didn't quite see who um, voted on this list, but some big changes, Sean, and you, you have stoops right there at 16. I mean, he was 22nd last year. Yeah, plus six. So, yeah. He goes up six, even though that they, had a losing season during the COVID year when it was the all-SEC schedule. They did beat NC State in the bowl game next to five wins. I mean, he was still maintaining that top 25 ranking. But moving up six spots right there, I mean, he's he's in the range of, of you know, some of the coaches who you would consider very good but maybe not elite in college football. And I think that's quite a statement for him and, and the job that he's done on Lexington. Yeah, it is. And to, to climb six spots, uh, another 10-win season, and, you know, that's exactly what is written here. It's talking about that no one ever expected Kentucky football to climb yeah. to where they are right now. But then even in the bottom of that, it says, uh, nobody. while nobody's expecting Kentucky to topple Georgia for the SEC East, at this point it wouldn't be a major upset if they pulled off a win against the Dogs. And uh, they will get them at Kroger Field this year, Derek. And you, you have a head coach, you have a program that continues to go upward. And I know – we discussed this going into last season, like how much more can this program climb? Well, now you're seeing a quarterback generating some buzz as the possible overall number one pick and a, and a first round yeah. pick in the top 10. Like it seems like this program still has some room to climb. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you look at the coaches who surround Mark Stoops on this list. I mean, you have um, some programs in similar stature, I guess you would say historically, like Dave Lawson at Wake Forest. I mean, he moved up 20 – or he was 28th last year. He moved up 11 spots to 17th. Another program that's in a power conference. I know they went to an Orange Bowl, what, back in the mid-2000s? But it's an academic school, a school that typically is not going to be competing for football championships. But uh, he's ahead of Lane Kiffin, Stoops yeah. is. And, I mean, Kiffin was another big riser. But you got guys like Mario Cristobal ranked below Stoops. Um, Pat Fitzgerald, who they've had – they seem to be very hit or miss at Northwestern. It seems like they're either really, really bad or pretty good. Um, I don't think they have too many six and six seasons over at Northwestern. But the coaches ahead of them, Paul Christ at Wisconsin, you got James Franklin at Penn State, who's 15th. He fell down a little bit in this list. Kirk Ferentz, who, you know, Kentucky just beat Iowa in a bowl game, but Iowa had a, had a very good season last year, and Ferentz has been doing this for a long time. And then Matt Campbell, Dave Aranda, coaches like that uh, is, is who – Mark Stoops is grouped with. And I think the, the rep with those coaches in general, coaches who are at programs that it's not quite as easy to win. Uh, you know, you don't have the most fertile recruiting grounds in those states. They're at programs that typically have not won at a high level, yet they've elevated those programs kind of to new heights. It's kind of where I view where Stoops is ranked outside of uh, Franklin at Penn State, of course. He's a little different because that is a power program and he's had success at other stops as well. And, and looking at this list, too, like, a lot can change, right? I mean, one year oh, yeah. can do a lot for you. I mean, Kirby Smart's up five spots uh, from number seven to number two. But I re if I remember correctly, Ed Ogeron was in the top ten just yeah, a couple years ago after winning a national championship at LSU, and then he gets fired. So, uh, that, that's just the world of college football. Do you – what do you think of Kirby ahead of Dabo? 
What do you think about that? Um, I think it's hard to put him there, honestly. I mean, I have my beef with Dabo with certain things, but in terms of what, and I know Clemson, you know, was always thought to, I guess, been thought of as a sleeping giant in college football, given its location, conference, and the fact that, you know, they had one at a high level before. But, you know, they still won 10 games last year, and we celebrate that with Mark Stoops, which I know every program, it's your success is relative to what the expectations are. But even in a bad year, I mean, that's not awful to go 10 and 3, but they'd won the national championship that seemed like they'd been in just about every playoff, really, for most years to, to slip. It's probably a little bit recency bias for sure. Um, but I would say if all if all things stay the same, if, if Kirby gets another one before Dabo does and they both have two, then I think you would probably have yeah. to put Kirby there. Although, I mean, it's a per- – just because I think most years the SEC grind is going to be tougher than what Clemson faces. Although, I, I think Clemson's made some good hires – or not Clemson, sorry, the ACC – has made some good hires with the head coaches in recent years. I mean, Chris Ball at Miami. Um, you know, I, Mac Brown has recruited extremely well at North Carolina. They just can't seem to yeah. win enough games. I don't really know what's going on down there. But Florida State, maybe they get on some better footing. I mean, even Louisville's recruiting a little bit better than what it has been. Still not really a, a threat, you would say, to, to Clemson. But I think if you're someone who cares about football in that division, Clemson should still have a pretty good stranglehold for now. But you got Florida State, if they can ever figure things out, who should, you know, be a legitimate threat to uh, Clemson every year. But with seems like you would still view Kentucky as on the rise. I think you would view Tennessee on the rise. People seem to love Billy Napier at Florida. And then Shane Beamer. Beamer was a, was a guy who went way up in these rankings, Sean. I think we're, yeah, he was at, he's at 41. So he was 65th last year, so he was very last in this power ranking. Of course, uh, I will add that this list, they start any new head coach at the bottom. That's how they vote for the most part. But even Beamer, who I'd I'd like to wait and see on him, but it seems like almost every program in the SEC East outside of Vanderbilt um, seems to have some positive momentum. So I think in the short term, it's still going to be harder for Georgia most years than it will be Clemson. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and, and four league coaches ahead of Mark Stoops, Brian Kelly at LSU, Jimbo Fisher at AM, who had some uh, very interesting press conference today. I'm sure we might <laughs> talk about that. And then Kirby Smart at Georgia at two, and then Nick Saban of Alabama at one. So only four league coaches ahead of Kentucky's Mark Stoops. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty impressive, really, for where he started. I mean, it, there's no doubt, I think, in the in the national media landscape, you, you're finding, and rightfully so, I would say, you're finding a lot of people who are still skeptical that you know Kentucky can actually win the SEC East, but I don't think there's any – Stoops has proven enough that, I mean, there's really no doubt that Kentucky is a stable program. You're going to get – I'm going to say they're going to get picked third in the SEC East for media days, but it's not like it's going to be a, a surprise if they finish second again or if they – come close to 10 wins again. So I would say, and, and maybe we could devote a bigger episode to this down the road since it is going to be Stoops' 10th season and he will become UK's all-time leader in coaching wins. But just the perception. I mean, you think about coming into a season. I, I was thinking about when I was growing up and like how, and it might have been because I was a kid, but like, you know, we viewed those Andre Woodson seven and seven and five regular seasons as very good for Kentucky football. And now you've reached the point, Sean, if they were to go seven and five this season, I mean, people would be pissed. So <laughs> you talk about how the perception has changed and what a great job Stoops has done building that. I mean, I think he's earned that kind of baseline respect that, yeah, maybe Kentucky still doesn't quite have enough players that maybe will never have the advantages of some other schools in the league. Yeah, you know, as long as Stoops is there, this is going to be a solid ball club. Yeah, it, it's going to be. I, I was talking to someone yesterday, I ran into him and, I, they usually want to talk Kentucky basketball with me, <laughs> but they're like, uh, what do you think about, are you ready for football season? And I was like, I, I think everybody in the States ready for football season. I mean, it, there's just a ton of buzz right now, Derek, around the football program. It, it just feels like what Mark Stoops has done that right now, I think that's the popular group. I think that's the popular team in the state. And I think there's a lot of positive energy, rightfully so around that program going into a summer and, and fans are sitting here thinking, I just went 10 and three for the second time. We more NFL draft picks. We have a quarterback that's projected to be a first round pick could be the best in a long time at UK. Like there's a lot of energy that I think that this program is going to have a very good summer on the PR front going into a season that could be another very good one. I think it should be. I mean, I think anything fewer than eight wins would be a disappointment to be quite honest. Um, I think some things have to go wrong for, for them to win fewer than eight games. But we'll see how many they actually get to. But this this feels like a season, once again, it, it feels good to say that you go into a year where I think they were, what, a 16-point underdog to Georgia, these early lines. And that that's yeah. obviously the kind of line that's played so late in the season that it's going to – that will should probably be different by the time the season gets here. But, you know, you're looking at UK as what, eight and a half over under for for wins this year tells you that you're going into a season where outside of Georgia you feel like you can win every single game and it doesn't mean that they will go 11 and 1 but it's it really pumps up the fan base when you feel like every time you show up on Saturday to watch these guys play they're going to have a legitimate chance to win and this is probably I would argue I mean maybe people felt that way last year once the season got going you know once they beat Missouri once they beat South Carolina and especially after they beat Florida when it was became obvious it could be a special season but I think this is the first time that I can remember that you go into a season where I mean I feel like they they could easily get the 10 wins this year and last year you would have had to have said well you know new quarterback new offensive coordinator it's going to take a lot yeah there are some new personnel pieces this year yes there's a new offensive coordinator, new offensive line coach, there are things different. But I think just with the talent level, having a guy like Levis, getting some of these super seniors back, adding some of the transfers they've had, I think it's by far the most I probably have ever expected of a Kentucky football team come this fall. 
Yeah. And I'm with you. I am. I think that they've had, they've had a lot of buzz around them in other years. Like there was a ton of excitement and energy around this past season. And you saw that at SEC football media days when we were down there and, and Stoops has got this program in some massive games, right? Like I know two against Georgia, the, the one this past season, huge game. It didn't go in Kentucky's favor. Yeah. The one in 18 against Georgia for the SEC East, he's had them in those games. I know that they've not got the result that they've wanted in them, but that's those are still huge stepping stone games to even be in those. I mean, college game day was in Athens, Derek. But this season, you're right. Like, the going in, I think everyone around the league, even other fan bases are starting to think, okay, you know, Kentucky's done it twice now. They've gone 10 and three uh, twice in four years. Maybe this is a program that, Maybe we shouldn't laugh it off when when there's a lot of buzz around them. I, I think that this is going to be a team that that second week at Florida, if they get that one again, and we know how big that game has been to propel these really good years Kentucky's had, they get that one again. I mean, look out, Derek. I mean, you, you don't know where this team ends up. Yeah, I, I think right now Kentucky finds itself, and, I, and this is a lot of it's coming from Twitter, so like take it for what it's worth, but – you get people like I see basically anytime our buddy SEC Mike tweets, like there's going to be Tennessee fans just like blasting the comments if it's anything about Kentucky. And you get a lot of people saying, ah, well, UK had an easy schedule last year. They they have one of the weakest non-conference schedules every season, which, I mean, come on, what SEC team really is playing a brutal non-conference schedule? It's not their like, fault that Louisville hasn't been any good. Right. I mean, there were years Kentucky played Louisville when Louisville's a top 10 team. Yeah. Like that's a tough, that's a tough non-conference game some years. It might not be the high profile, you know, neutral field matchups like some of these teams play to start the season, but that doesn't mean it's not a not a difficult game some years. Um, but I, I guess where I'm going with this is, you know, the perception still amongst other fans. I, I just think it it should change. Outside of really dominant programs, this is a great run for I think for any non-power team like those coaches we mentioned that were, you know, right there with Stoops, the programs like, you know, Wisconsin's had a lot of success, maybe not necessarily Wisconsin, but um, the Iowa States of the world, uh, Iowa, even to some extent, Wake Forest, stuff like that. If you have a span of five years or whatever, where you win 10 games, you go to bowl games every single season, you have multiple guys get drafted in the first round and produce numerous draft picks. That's a great run. And I think they're, they're still in the spot where, and I don't blame people for being skeptical that UK can actually win the SEC. So I'm fine with that. But like, where else logically are you going to talk about this program? Well, it's just the next step. I mean, and, and when you're talking about what he's done and the, the body of work for a decade at UK, I, I don't know where this would rank. I mean, someone would, I'd have to really sit down and look at college football as a whole for decades to really rank it. But you've had these programs that haven't been very good. They'll have that one season, right? Like where yeah. they'll they'll go and they'll win nine, they'll win ten games, but the sustained success of what Mark Stoops has built at Kentucky, a place where they've not had this level of success, they're I mean, you probably can make an argument. This is 